Praise God. Praise God. You may be seated. God bless you. If you could please switch my iPad on, I would appreciate it. I believe that God has given, again, I've said it already, but I believe God has given me a word of direction for us here tonight to set the tone, to set the direction of what we are doing and where we are going in in this transition and changes that we are in. And I'm asking you, I am I am I'm asking you as I get into this that you would please um when when you maybe hear the the gist or get a feel for what I'm say where we're going that you wouldn't turn me off. Just allow the devil to give you one of those oh brother here we go again kind of things. Uh, please, please don't do that. I'm not trying to be, really I'm not trying to be negative, but I, I know where I'm going. I know where I'm going and um, I know it's one of those things that we can kind of get a little bit of a um, uh, here we go again kind of thing. But I, I believe with all of my heart I have, I'm, I'm sharing what God has specifically given me for this service tonight. Genesis chapter 11, I want to start with one verse, and we will continue on in this chapter. But 11 and 1, the scripture says this, The whole earth was of one language and of one speech. Somebody say one language, one speech. The Amplified says it this way, The whole earth was of one language and of one accent and mode of expression. One language, one accent, and one mode of expression. We live, we relate in 2016 to what the Scripture is talking about in the book of Genesis. Bottom line, and I know it's not exactly what it's talking about here, but uh, we, we, we relate not just in a language sense, but most of us here tonight that that are born and raised in this country, we speak English. Brother Hemus was here tonight. He would fuss with us that it's, it's not the real English, but he's not here. So, uh, But we, we, can, we can get an idea of where people are from by their accent. We, we may be speaking the same language, but we can recognize you're not from here. Hello? You're, you're not from here. I've, I've said this before, told it before, I forget who I was talking to just a day or two ago, I think, just the last couple of days about this. But, but I, I, I'm born and raised right here, born at the Naval Academy Hospital in Annapolis, Maryland. I have lived in Annapolis and Arnold and Harwood all of my life. This is what I know. This is where I'm from. And I've had it happen so many times to me when I've, I've introduced myself to somebody new, a stranger I've just met, and I get the question, where are you from? And I say, I'm from here. I'm from Annapolis, born and raised here. And there's a little bit of a puzzled look, and I've learned what it means. And so I then explain. My parents are from the South. My mother was from Mississippi. And they go, ah. And I get a little bit of offended, but I've kind of actually gotten to the point. I'm, 
I'm okay with embracing my roots because I love Maryland with every fiber of my being. But I got to tell you, the best food don't come from Maryland. It comes from the South. The best tea comes from the South. Maryland's got good crab cakes. That's about the only thing I know of that's the best in Maryland. Outside of that, South is where it's at when it comes to food. So I think I'm, I'm kind of thankful now for my Southern heritage. But one language. So it wasn't what, what, one language, but it wasn't just one language. It was one accent. We did a youth retreat a couple of years in a row, or youth advance a couple of years in a row, with a group of young people from New York. And it was funny because we, we, a bunch of our young people were telling them, talk, talk, because they had their New York accent. And then it was really funny when the tables got turned and they started saying to our kids, you talk, we want to hear you talk. And of course, they were all like, why? Well, you guys have, no, we don't have an accent. You're the ones with an accent. One language, one accent, one mode of expression. Meaning there were no divisions and no separations. Oh, hallelujah. There were no divisions. There were no separations. They were of one language, one speech. Verse number two. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. And they said one to another, Go to, let us make brick, and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, and slime had they for mortar. And they said, Go to, let us build a city and a tower, whose top, may reach unto heaven, and let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. They were one language, one speech, one accent, and they agreed together. We are going to build a tower. We're going to build a tower that's going to extend to heaven. Now, I want you to, I want you to notice something. This was not a God-inspired idea. God did not show up to somebody in a dream or a vision and tell them, I want you to build a tower. God told Noah, I want you to build an ark. And so Noah built an ark. This, 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 uh, idea, this plan, this vision was not God inspired. It was inspired by humanity. It was a human idea for a human purpose. It was a self-serving purpose. I don't want to belabor this point, but I, I want, I want you to make sure you got this point. They are about to do something that, that is, has nothing to do with God's plan, God's purpose, God's design, God's intent. They just agreed amongst themselves, this is a really good place, let's stop here. We can join together and build a tower that will reach into the heaven. Human driven, human inspired. 
But watch what happens. The Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. Something that was not God-inspired, something God did not tell anybody to do, got God's attention. And He decided, I'm going to come down and see what's going on. Let me go check out what's happening in Babel. They are one speech. They are of one mind and one accord, and they've joined together with an idea that they are commonly working toward. I am, I am curious. I am interested in what's going on. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one. And they all have one language, and this they begin to do. And now nothing, somebody say nothing. nothing. Nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Jesus' name. God says, I see what's going on. I see what they're building. I'm going to go down and take a look because they've got one language and they've joined together for one purpose. And with, if they stay in unity and work together, there is nothing, nothing that can stop them. This is not God inspired. This is not God's plan. It's not God's purpose. And yet God says, if they stay as one, they will do what they're trying to do and nothing. I don't know about what you, but nothing to me doesn't leave anything out. When God says nothing will be restrained from them, and they're going to do what they have imagined to do, this isn't just some passerby. Noah had to spend 120 years building an ark with a bunch of humans walking by, mocking and criticizing what he was doing because he was crazy. This is God showing up. This is the Lord showing up, saying what, you've, what you're doing has got my attention, and I am concerned because you are one people, one language, joined together for one purpose. I know that's three fingers, but each finger represents a one. So I'm going to lose some of you because you're trying, Brother Wright, you, you, you got one and you're, you got three fingers. I know, I know that. If, if they stay together the way they are, they are going to accomplish what they've set out to do. And nothing is going to hinder them from doing it. Oh, geez, I know some of you already know where I'm going. I know some of you preachers have preached this probably before. Stay with me. Nothing, nothing is going to hinder them from doing what they have set out to do. And so what does the Lord do? One simple thing. If they stay together, Jesus' name. Uh, there, I, I, I know it's not only is it Thursday night, but it's a different kind of Thursday night. Now, I'm, I'm not asking somebody to 
start going full-fledged, out loud, screaming and hollering, intercession. But I need somebody to help me tonight. I believe there is something that needs to break in this place tonight. I'm just going to be real honest with you tonight, okay? Can I do that? The last two weekends in this transition, I have been surprised at the flow we have had Sunday morning versus Sunday night. Meaning we've had more of a flow here Sunday morning than we've had Sunday night. There is something the enemy is trying to do to oppose us here tonight that represent the combined mother congregation. And I'm not here tonight to come against flesh and blood. But I have come tonight to come against spirit. I'm asking somebody to join with me in the spirit as I continue. I'm, I'm going to keep going here. But I, I need somebody to help me out in the spirit a little bit. I, I want you to listen. I don't want you to tune out. But I, I need a little bit of help here. Something needs to break tonight. Not Sunday, not next week, not next month, now. The Lord said, next verse, sorry. So here's what He says. One simple thing I'm going to do. Don't need to send lightning down to destroy the tower. I don't need to interfere with their materials. I don't, all He says I need to do. Let us go down and confound their language so that they don't understand one another's speech. All I've got to do is get them to not understand each other. I just need to get them not to be able to hear what each other's saying. I'm going to tell you in the Holy Ghost tonight... We may all, I know we've got some folks here that your language is Spanish, your native language is Spanish, and you don't speak English, and a bunch of us that don't speak Spanish. We may all speak one of two languages basically here tonight, but I'm going to tell you in the Holy Ghost, there's a spirit that's warring against us that we may be speaking English to each other, but it's causing us to hear something different than what's being said. Jesus' name. If I will just confound their language. The word confound in the Hebrew means this. To mix. To mingle. To confuse. To confound. If I can just get them speaking different things and not understanding each other. You ever been in one of those situations where you were either trying to speak to someone that didn't speak your language, or someone that didn't speak your language was trying to speak to you. And it, and for some reason it's like, if I slow down and enunciate and talk a little bit louder, you will suddenly understand what I'm saying. I hear the sound, but I don't understand the words. One, hear me tonight, one simple thing God said. All I need to do is confound the language. 
All I need to do is get a people that was unified for the same purpose, the same goal, moving toward this. If I can just get them to not be able to communicate, it'll take care of itself. My point to you tonight, and I know a bunch of you already know this, I realize this is a negative thing, but I believe there is a flip side principle to the negative. If God showed up at the Tower of Babel and confounded their language to separate them because if they continued to speak as one, they could accomplish what it was they were trying to do. Does it not stand to reason that for us, with a God-inspired purpose, a God-given vision, a God-given purpose and a future... That if we could be a one people, speaking one language, understanding what each other is saying, then could it not be for us that nothing... Here's what I've come to declare tonight on this first night of this type setting. I'm going to say it again. We are still one church. Antioch, the apostolic church, is one church made up of multiple ministries in multiple locations. You, you gotta, you know, I hope I got enough track record with this and enough built up from what I've said in the past that I don't need to qualify, but I'm gonna do it anyway. One church. Doesn't matter how many places we are on Sunday morning, we're one church. Doesn't matter how many places we are on Sunday night, we're one church. With that being said, under our new structure, there's some things that have shifted a little bit. So we are one church, but now there's, there's some different level of responsibility and weight on the three congregations. So I'm here tonight as senior elder of the mother congregation to declare to the mother congregation that we are going to have one language. Because if we can have one language and speak the same thing and understand what each other is saying, there is absolutely nothing that is able to restrain or hinder or keep us from experiencing what God has for us. Again, what we're doing is not a man-made idea. Wasn't somebody sitting around, Brother Spriggs, that just thought up, you know what, let's start a church. Let's start ministry. No, we are here because God has ordained us to be here. God has brought us to the kingdom for such a time as this. God has given each one of us a purpose and a place in the kingdom. We're not here by accident. We're not here by mistake. We didn't just wander in here and end up here. Some of you were born and raised here. Some of you were saved at Antioch. A bunch of you have transferred in. I don't care how long you've been here and when you came and how you got here. We are now here. And we are here on purpose. And God has brought us for such a time. I am here not to encourage I'm here not to just challenge you. I'm here tonight to declare. 
I am here tonight to declare in the name of Jesus Christ, we are going to get to a place that as a congregation, we're speaking one language, we're in one mind, and we're in one accord. Because if we can do that, God is going to do His part. Adam Clark says from this, as before observed, we may infer that as the people had the same language, so they had a unity of design and sentiment. They weren't just talking the same thing. They were doing the same thing. They had a similar vision of what was going to be accomplished. And they were working together to see that accomplished. If one can put a thousand to flight. Two can put 10,000 to flight. The problem is, if I'm the, you know, the the numbers are better when it's 2 to 10,000. But if there's ego in the way, it's it's kind of okay, because hey, I'm one. And by myself, I put a 1,000 to flight. The problem is, the more people that are involved in the process, the less any individual can glory. And I say that's a problem from a human perspective because from God's perspective, He's already said, no flesh is going to glory in my presence. When He gets done doing what He's going to do, all we are going to be able to say is, to God! To God be the glory! And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. They weren't just in one place. We can do the one place all right. Hello? The one place part's not a problem. It's the one accord. I'm just going to tell you in the Holy Ghost, there's some of you ain't gotten in the accord yet tonight. You're in the focus, or you're in the Taurus, or you're in the Prius. You ain't gotten in the accord. I wonder, I wonder what would ever happen in a church service, any church service, any church service, anywhere, if everybody that was Holy Ghost filled truly got in one accord. I'm sorry, I don't think, Sister Gross, we've ever been there. I'm sorry. We've been, we've had some great service. I've been in some great services. The day of Pentecost couldn't come until they were not just in one place, but they were in one accord. Adam Clark says this with regards to one accord. It is probable that the all here mentioned means the 120 spoken of in Acts 1.15 who were all together at the election of Matthias. With one accord, this word is very expressive. It signifies that all their minds, affections, desires, wishes were concentrated on one object. Every man buying the same end in view. And having but one desire, they had but one prayer to God, and every heart 
uttered it. There was no person uninterested, none unconcerned, none lukewarm. All were in earnest and the Spirit of God came down to meet their un to meet their united faith and prayer. When an assembly of God's people meet in the same spirit, they may expect every blessing they need. Oh, Jesus. Jameson Fawson Brown says about the same phrase that is used in Acts 1 and 14, one accord. That means knit by a bond stronger than death. They got knitted together in such a way that nothing could separate them. As a result of their unity, the Holy Ghost was automatically poured out. I believe tonight there are some things that if we could just achieve unity would be an automatic result. Or would automatically come. That by us getting in unity, God can then do what He wants to do. There was no outpouring of the Holy Ghost until they were in one accord. There was no outpouring of the Holy Ghost until they were in one accord. The demonstration of what happens when a group of people get in one accord mind and one accord. Think about it just for a moment. You and I, I know, I know everyone here, based, most of you, didn't grow up as in, 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 in Pentecost. And so most of you had that experience, a lot of you as an adult, where you walked in for the first time to an apostolic church and you walked out saying, they're crazy and, and I'll never be back. And then some of you added that line on there, and if I do come back, I'll, do, I'll never, definitely never act like they act. But even at that, especially nowadays with how much video and YouTube and internet and television, it's, it's not hard to see what goes on in an apostolic church or some things that happen in an apostolic church, even if it's not an apostolic church, and be at least a little bit familiar with it. But think about them that day. You talk about brand new. There were no altar workers to pray them through. There was nobody to stand there with a hand. That's it. That's the Holy Ghost. Come on, let that go. Let that go. That's, all. That's it right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when they got in unity, it created an atmosphere that the Holy Ghost was poured out and everyone began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. So we are, we as the mother congregation are a part of Antioch. We as the mother congregation are a part of Antioch. We as the mother congregation are a part of Antioch. But I'm here tonight focusing on the mother congregation. And I'm here to declare to you that by the help of the Holy Ghost, whatever it is that may try to work its way in amongst us and divide us, we're not going to stand for it. 
Whatever it is that may try to separate us from each other, we're not going to stand by and let it happen. Because we're going to recognize that if we can speak the same language and we can work together for the same purpose and we can get in one mind and one accord, then God is going to show up and God is going to do what He said He would do. And absolutely nothing can stop what God will do. I want us, I want us as a congregation to take a lesson from the Amish. The Amish will join together for a barn building. The whole community will rally together to build a barn. It's not one person. It's not just the farm owner, Brother Fowler, that builds his barn. But the entire community will come together. Men, women, children will join together to build a barn. I'm going to read a little bit to you about this in a second. Some of you probably know all about this. You vacation in Lancaster and you're the Amish expert. I'm just the student. So. I am an Amish expert when it comes to pretzel dogs. I am very expert on that. If you have never had a pretzel dog from the Amish market, you got two more days this week to get there and get one. I don't care if it's not healthy. I don't care if it's not good for you. It tastes extremely good. So eat it and then go pray it all out of you or something. I don't know. Of course, there's a whole lot of other stuff to tempt you there as well. In one day, what you're seeing taking place on the screen and not paying attention or listening to a thing I'm saying... will happen in approximately 10 hours with a one-hour lunch break. 10 hours with a one-hour lunch break. If the math is correct, that means nine hours of work. Did that without my calculator, too. Yes, there's preparation that's done in advance. There's some things that are organized to be ready. But in 10 hours... Hello? In 10 hours. Those binoculars help, Jocelyn? <laughs> Too cute. <laughs> In 10 hours, they will accomplish this. What, what, Brother Whaley, if it was just the family, just the father and his sons, let's say he's got three or four grown sons, how long do you think it would take them? Rough idea. How many weeks do you think it would take them to accomplish that? About four. Oh, did you hear that? Hello? Brother Young, about four or five months if it's just the family. Oh, Jesus. What would take one household four or five months at the best? 
gets accomplished in 10 hours. Now you can hear what I'm saying, can't you? My wife hadn't heard anything I've said the last 10 minutes because she was watching a three-minute video. (laughs) She loves me very much. I know you pretty well. (laughs) Five months can be done. Oh, Jesus. Can be done in ten hours. Because everybody decides, you know what? It's not just Brother Young's responsibility to build a barn. What would happen if the whole community, not every day, not every day of the week, we all got our different, but what would happen if every now and then the whole community decided, you know what, we can help Bowie build a barn. It's not just up to Bowie to build a barn by itself. We can help Robin Wood build a barn. They don't have to do it all by themselves. We can pitch in and join together. And what would take four or five months, we can do in ten hours. A barn raising is a large amount of preparation. There's a large amount of preparation is done before the one or two days a barn raising requires. Lumber, hardware are laid in. Plans are made. Ground is cleared. And tradesmen are hired. You notice perhaps in the video, the the block, the foundation, it was already there. Somebody did something to get ready for the day the barn was raised. Materials are purchased or traded for by the family who will own the barn once it is complete. Generally, listen to this. Generally, participation is mandatory for community members. These participants are not paid. All able-bodied members of the community are expected to attend. All able-bodied members are expected. Failure to attend a barn raising without the best of reasons leads to censure within the community. You didn't come help us with our barn. We're done with you. Wait a minute, you weren't going to pay me? I didn't have an obligation. No, it's what's expected. It's what the community has come to determine is a norm. The norm is not for each of us to run to our own tents. The norm is, the norm should be, in Jesus' name, the norm we are establishing is, the barn raising is a norm. One or more people, listen to this, there's some some stuff in here I could preach about all night long and I don't have it, so. One or more people with prior experience or with specific skills, are chosen to lead the project. 
Older people who have participated in many barn raisings are crew chiefs. I'm in a conversation with someone today, been in this church for a long time. We got to talking about don't quite have the energy and strength to do what you used to do. But you know what? Those older Amish men and women who don't have the strength to be climbing around on that roof anymore still have a place. Somebody needs to be looking at what's going on and say, you know what, that's a little bit off right there. And if you don't get it straight now, it's going to be trouble the more you keep going. I'm not going to call any names because I don't want you to get mad at me. I'm implying you're old, so I'll let you determine for yourself. But there's, a, there's several folks here tonight that are part of this congregation. You've spent a lot of years beating doors down. Knocking doors and beating the streets. And you just don't have the strength and energy anymore. We need you to be a crew chief. We need you to be able to take the wisdom and experience you've developed and transmit it to a new generation that has the strength and the stamina and the excitement to be able to do it. Jesus name. I'm going to try to quit here quickly, but I'm I'm going to try. That's all I can say. On the whole, the affair is well organized. At most barn raisings, the community members have raised barns before and approached the task with experience both in the individual task and the necessary organization. Young people. Young people. Young people participating physically for the first time, have watched many barn raisings and know what is expected of them. They've watched the old timers do it. And they now have an idea of what needs to be done, but they still need somebody to help guide and lead them and oversee them in doing it. Only certain specialists are permitted to work on the more critical jobs, such as the joinery and dowling of the beams. Listen to this last part. Workers are differentiated by age and gender. Men construct the barn. Women provide water and food. The youngest children watch. And older boys are assigned to fetch parts and tools. Everyone has a purpose and a place and contributes. In a traditional barn raising, all members of the community were expected to cooperate with the understanding that the favor would be returned. They participated with the understanding. At some point down the road, I'm going to build a barn. And if I'll help you build your barn, when it comes my time to build my barn, you'll show up to help me with mine. We, by the help of the Holy Ghost, are going to create a barn-raising mentality in the mother congregation. I probably shouldn't say it, 
Won't be the first time I say something I shouldn't. Won't be the last, I'm sure, either. I realize a few of you have the feeling and opinion, I've heard it before, Brother Wright, so be it. I realize you've got whatever reasons that you feel that way, so be it. All I can do is trust that time and Jesus will change that opinion. But I'm here tonight as senior elder to tell you by the help of the Holy Ghost, I am going to the best of my ability to lead this congregation in a way that we develop that kind of mentality. It's not going to be each of us on Sunday morning running to our own tent. I've already, those of you that aren't part of the mother congregation, two nights now, last week and this week, I've already cast vision to Arnold. By God's grace and God's help, it's not going to happen this week because there's too much other stuff we're still trying to figure out. But in the not too distant future, there are some very specific, purposeful things that we are going to be doing as the Arnold ministry to sow and to try to be a benefit and a blessing to other ministries. My hope is that in time, you, other elders and other ministries on Sunday morning, will begin to do the same thing with each other. Because nobody should have to build their own barn. Oh, Jesus' name. I guess if you really want to build your own, I guess you can, you can try to do that. You're, I guess we, we'll let you try to do that, I guess. But I believe God has brought us to a point that we are at a place where we have the potential more than ever before, to see this happen that I'm communicating to you tonight. And we are at a point in time that we have the opportunity. I, 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 I'll tell you, share with you as the mother congregation, I've told the elders already, but those of you that don't attend Arnold, Brother Sister Brown, Brother Sister Dennis are leading the Robin Wood congregation on Sunday mornings and they had a couple they've had a couple of people that have been a part of their team that have moved on to other things one of them brother Eric Ingram was with them for a while he's transitioned back to the Arnold congregation a year or so ago at least I think or four or five months ago somewhere in there brother and sister Brown are in need of help you know what there's a bunch of places that have needs right now but here's what we're trying to do here's what we're going to try to do in Arnold we may not be able to give Brother and Sister Brown and Brother and Sister Dennis permanent help at this point. But I really believe we've got some folks that would be willing for three weeks, four weeks, a month, two months, three months to commit, not for a permanent change, but for a, for a short-term period to go on Sunday mornings and be a blessing and a benefit to Brother and Sister Brown. They may not be skilled kids workers. It does, not everybody knows how to work with kids, folks. And just because you're a parent doesn't mean you're created for kids ministry. 
I know some good parents that don't belong in Sunday school. So, but you know what? If we may not have the most skilled kids ministry workers, but if they can do a bunch of the logistics that Brother Brown has to do, and he can focus on what he's good at, That's just one example. There's a lot of other things and a lot of other ways that I believe we're going to be able to facilitate this. I am here tonight to declare, as the elder of this congregation, by the help of the Holy Ghost, this is where we're going. I am determined... I am determined that I will fight every principality and spirit. We got to fight to get there. And God forbid it has to happen, but if I got to fight some flesh and blood for it, I'll fight some flesh and blood. Because I stand here tonight with absolute confidence and certainty with what God has put in my spirit. I went to never had this experience before, never had this happen before. I was finalizing my notes today for tonight. I had a message playing off of YouTube. And literally within just two or three seconds after I clicked paste on this slide, the man preaching said, I want you to go to Isaiah chapter 54. And he began to read the exact verses that I had just copied and pasted. I guess it was a coincidence. I tend to think it was a little bit more than that. And let me just remind you, I don't want this to sound offensive or defensive or whatever. This verse did not just get introduced to us with Brother Foster. A couple of years ago, this verse was our theme on the wall. And for years, this has been a verse that I have felt very strongly. In fact, Brother Middleton told me just a couple of years ago, that's not a verse you're supposed to accomplish and move on. That's something God's created you to do from now on. Enlarge the place of your tent. Let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitations. Spare not. Lengthen thy cords and strengthen thy stakes. For thou shalt. Not maybe. Not might. Not hopefully. But thou shalt break forth on the right hand and on the left. And thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles. And make the desolate cities to be inhabited. I'm here tonight to declare that we as the mother congregation are going to spread out and enlarge and expand. And as God is also blessing Baltimore and Antioch West, that we are going to experience the greatest days of revival and harvest that we have ever experienced before. But it's not going to be isolated individual islands that are experiencing it. It's going to be us getting in one mind, in one accord, one language, and God bringing us into a spirit of unity like we have never had before. Brother Wright, I'm not really sure I like what you're saying tonight. you got a big problem. 
No, not me. The big problem you got is Jesus Himself in His final days said, I pray that you will make them one. This is our responsibility, a part of filling the, helping to fill the Lord's request. It is 9, excuse me, 8.45. That means it is 15 minutes until what is typical dismissal. I, I guess for this moment at least, my intent is I'm not going to invite you to come to the front. But in just a moment, I'm going to ask you to stand. I'm going to ask you to join with me. And I want us to spend a few moments... In fact, what I hope and pray is that in those few moments, at least with a few of you, that a spirit of intercession will come upon you and you will enter in for a little bit into, a, into some intercession. Because I'm not interested in us just giving... I don't want us to just give a few minutes of lip service to this. But I want us to spend a few moments. The Bible says the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And I believe it's the will of God for us to walk out of this place tonight with a change in the spiritual atmosphere and climate. And whatever it is, the enemy, I'm telling you, I'm not trying to sound trite and just say whatever to say whatever, but I believe with all of my heart the enemy has tried to come against us in this initial transition and change. And I say, and hopefully some of you will join with me and say, it doesn't go past tonight. It doesn't go beyond tonight. So I want you to stand, please. If some of you want to, you're welcome to take a few steps and come down to the front if you want to. I'm not asking everyone to come. If you feel to do that, feel led to do that, so be it. I have no issues, no problem if you stay where you are. But again, I'm asking you to join with me. I want there to be something that transacts in the Spirit in this sanctuary in the next few moments. I don't think it's going to take us all night long, hours to do it. Because I believe it's what God wants to do. But I want us to allow the Holy Ghost to accomplish something in this place right now. Before we leave here, in the name of Jesus Christ, God, you, by your plan, your purpose, your design, have brought us together for such a time as this. God, you have positioned us where we are. You have fixed us together in your purpose and plan. God, the, not only the promises, but the principle of your word is that one mind, one accord, a people in unity can see exceeding abundantly above what we ask or think. So Father, we join together tonight. We agree together tonight. And in the name of Jesus Christ, I take dominion and authority over every spirit that would oppose the unity of this congregation. I take dominion and authority over every spirit that would try to cause us to be divided, that would try to oppose us being in one mind and one accord. In the name of Jesus Christ, 
We come against it. I take dominion and authority over every weapon of the enemy tonight. In Jesus' name, I declare the promise of your word that no weapon that is formed against us will prosper. In the name of Jesus, Father, I loose the spirit of unity to come upon us, to work in us and through us. God, that we might get in one mind and one accord to be able to see you do everything you have intended, everything you have promised, that you would be able to fulfill your word to us, that not one promise would be void, not one promise would be unfulfilled. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus I bind every spirit of contention. I bind every spirit of confusion. In the name of Jesus Christ, I take dominion and authority over it tonight. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I come against every thought. We cast down every imagination tonight. Every thought from the enemy that would oppose, that would resist, that would come against your work, that would come against the work of your spirit, God. We take it captive. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Ramando lo bosanda ramosata la baja. 
not by might nor by power, but by your spirit, Lord. Not by might nor by power, but by your spirit, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want, I want you to listen to me. I want everybody to listen. You're praying. I want you to stop for a moment. They, they, we're, we're still bumping something. It's 8.55. I'm asking you to do one of two things. I'm asking you to either get your stuff together, go ahead and dismiss yourself, and if you need to go, that's fine. Or I'm asking you to make up your mind that you're going to join with us until it breaks. I'm, I'm not going to leave. I, Brother Lewis, Brother Sister Lewis, I know you guys are waiting on me. I know we got something to do, but we, we, we can't. If you want to go, no judgment, no harm, I mean it. But if you're going to stay, don't sit in the sanctuary and stay and talk. Don't sit here and not pray. I will, I will not. I thought we'd do it in just a couple of moments and be done. Hadn't happened yet. I'm not leaving until I feel a release. I don't want to put Brother Middleton on the spot, but I just went to him. I trust him to get a check. Make sure I wasn't just making something up in my mind. I realize I didn't ask it before, and, and you're welcome to keep you're welcome to stay and pray where you are, please. I want you to understand that. But I want a few more of you that would be willing to come down to the front. Whether you stand or kneel, I'd like a few more of you to come. Again, I have no problem with you praying wherever you want to pray. Please, that's perfectly fine. Come on. I don't think, I don't think we're too far from it. Come on, I don't think we're too far from it. But we're not going to quit until we do it. Ah, there we go. Come on. Come on.
Lord, we pray again. We're going to repent. We're going to repent of words we've spoken that have contributed to disunity. We're going to repent of backbiting and accusations, things that we've said about each other here. We're going to do that first. Because we need a fresh start tonight. I know there's people in this place, right? I know there's people in this room. There's leadership in this room. I'm absolutely confident, certain, without a doubt, I've disappointed you and I've let you down. I'm sure I have. I need you to start fresh tonight with me. Some of you got stuff with each other. I'm not asking you to go to anybody or do any of that right now. Right now, we're just going to take care of it between us and Jesus. For a few moments here, we're going to do this. I'm asking everybody that will, that's here. If you're going to participate, you need to do this. I want all of us to repent right now. Primarily for, for, for our words. Or for what we've allowed in our spirits. I'm not talking about all kind of other sin right now. That, that's, I don't think that's the issue right now. So let's, I want you to do that for a few moments here. Father, in your name, God, I ask you right now to forgive me, Lord. God, any words that have contributed to disunity, division, contention out of my mouth, I pray right now, God, that you would wash me and cleanse me. God, not only my words, but let my thoughts, let the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I'm asking you, God, to wash me and make me clean right now, Lord. Purge me and cleanse me and purify me, God. I pray that you would give every one of us a new beginning right now. A fresh start because of a cleansing of your blood. A washing from your blood. Wash our minds. Wash our spirits. God, let there be a cleansing of our mouths, Lord. That the words of our mouths would be acceptable in your sight, Lord acceptable to you in the name of Jesus. Cleanse us right now, Father, in Jesus' name. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Now that we've done that, now that we've done that, Let's step back into what we were in because what we were in hadn't gone anywhere. There'll just be a greater dimension of it because of what we've done. In the name of Jesus Christ. Samando roho satahaye, amando roko yanda, ito horobo se, ye amando robo kose, ilamando robo sataha, ye ilamando robo kosa, ye katahara mandala bahaya, ye amando robo se, ito robo sanda, ye akataha, ika. Haramandai yea rabose ribosha maya kando sema riando lobose ikahata robosandai ribosha man 
mando robo cose yeah i am mando robo sata ila mando robo sata mahaye ila bohosa come on that's it come on that's it some of you are tapped into it Come on, some of you are tapped into it. You're helping us. You're getting us there. Come on. Stay in it. Stay in it. Stay in it. Maya Torobo Sandala Bahaya. Yeah. Mandala Bahaya. Ika Robo Sandala Baha. Come on, some of you ladies are in travail and you're birthing something. Some of you ladies are in travail and you're birthing something. Some of you men are in warfare and you're destroying some things. Come on, it's happening. It's happening. Come on, it's happening. Come on, it's happening. Yeah, 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 in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus hallelujah hallelujah yeah Ilobo sanda remaya talaba Shelamando rikatarabo siya talaba hai Eeeeh Ayaramando yeke yeyando lobo hosa In the name of Jesus Father I declare a new beginning tonight I declare a fresh start tonight in the name of Jesus. 
I declare a new day today in Jesus' name. A new beginning, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we take dominion and authority tonight over the spirit of Jezebel that would rise up and oppose the voice of leadership, the ministry of leadership. We take dominion and authority tonight in the name of Jesus. I come against the spirit of Jezebel that would try to silence the pulpits of this church, the ministry of this church, the preaching of the word, the declaring of truth. We take dominion and authority tonight in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, every intimidating spirit that tries to resist and oppose. We come against it tonight in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Jesus name in Jesus name Haya ramo shanda ya ramo sa Ila mo se ya ya ndo ramo sataya Eh ramando ramo kosata la mahaya In the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus we declare the victory. We declare liberty in Jesus' name. We declare liberty in the name of Jesus. Where your spirit is, there is liberty. Liberty for your word. Liberty for the free flow of your spirit. Liberty for the operation of the gifts of the spirit. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. 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 Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Something has broken. Something's broken in this place. I want us to give an offering of praise and a shout of victory. 
as a demonstration of our faith and our confidence. Hallelujah! 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 Thank you, Jesus! Thank you, Jesus! Thank you, Jesus! Hallelujah! In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I, I believe, I'm confident we've broken through something here tonight. I believe that. And I want you to hear me. I want to request something of you. If God knows that to stop what happened at Babel, all he had to do was confound them. Then the devil knows that if there's a group of people in unity, somehow he's got to divide them. So I'm asking you, I, I believe if, if I didn't think so, if I didn't have some confirmation, I'd, we'd keep going. I, I feel like we've broken through something here tonight. I believe that with all of my heart. So I, I want you, I want to make sure you got that because I don't want you to misunderstand the remainder of what I'm going to say. I'm asking you. You've, you, you, you've just participated in this. You've just given yourself to this. I'm asking you to join with me the next several days and for us to consciously spend some time praying for God to continue what He started tonight but also to take us to a whole new level and dimension. I, I believe with all of my heart, God, we, God is about to do some exceeding abundantly above through us. And I believe with all of my heart, what God has given me to share tonight is, is, is maybe not the key, Probably maybe a couple other things, but it is, it's right there at the top of the list to being an absolute critical key for us as a congregation to get there. So will you, will you join me with that over the next several days? I, I want you to do it throughout the day when it pops in your mind. When it, when tonight pops in your mind, I want you, you, you if you're at work or you're out with your family, I, I, I'm not asking you to break down an intercession and, 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 you know, if that comes, so be it. But I mean just as simple as just uttering the words, God, I believe you to continue what you've started, that you are going to solidify our unity and making us one and bringing us to speak one language and one mind and one accord so that you can do what it is you want to do. Will you do that? In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Okay. Before we dismiss you, Lauren, where you at? Come up here. Lauren's last service. She's heading, heading back out for a while. I want us to pray for her before she goes that God would bless her, use her, keep His hand upon her. A couple of ladies as she comes down here. Get a couple of you ladies to join with her if you would.
In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. A couple of you ladies gather with her. Father, in your name, pray that you would touch Lauren tonight. God, as she embarks again, we pray that you would go with her. That you would be with her. That your hand would rest upon her. That your spirit would work not only in her, but through her. That you would use her to be a light, God. To shine into darkness. That darkness cannot overtake the light. Order her steps. Lead her and guide her. I pray, God, that you would bless her with an even greater dimension of sensitivity and discernment to your spirit, to your voice, to be led by you, to be used by you. In the name of Jesus Christ, by the power of your spirit, I loose your blessings upon her. I speak your peace into her life, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus By the power of your spirit, God, let your angels go with her, guard her, keep her, protect her. In the name of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' name, thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for it, Lord. We trust you and believe you for it, God. In the name of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' name, praise God, praise God. Thank you for being here. Thank you for helping us press through. Thank you for contributing. I am excited what God is doing and what God is going to do in Jesus' name.